0: This episode of A Satisfied Mind coming at you from the Camino de Santiago again. Uh, This time I'm sitting on some grass on the side of a hill overlooking snow capped mountains with birds tweeting in the background. Sun's shining. It's about um, 10 o'clock in the morning. It's just an absolutely beautiful day. I have I Was up early this morning, up before sunrise, uh, to walk up to a very special location. Uh, it is the highest point on the Camino de Santiago. Uh, it is called Cruz. There's a. It's called Cruz de, Fer- Cruz de Ferro, and there's a uh, there's a cross on the top of the hill, and there's a there's a mound, uh, which I think was once a small hill that has just been built upon by people pilgrims placing stones there and other other artifacts that they want to leave behind this is this is a very special place on the camino for for most people uh, it's it's over halfway it's probably almost two-thirds of the way from the start to the finish and it's a place where you're encouraged to let go of that which you have been carrying literally figuratively and uh and so there's there's a lot that people have left behind there and and as i was walking up to uh to approach Cruz de ferro this morning as the sun was just coming up over the mountains and and shining light on the on the mound and on the cross it just it just felt like a really special place and there was a real reverence for the place there was so much Clearly that people had left there uh, and you can feel that, and so I just wanted to share a little bit about what came to mind for me uh, at that time and and on the on the days leading up to it and and I'm sure on the days descending back down the hill, thinking about what it is to to let go because it's something that I don't do particularly well and it's something that I don't think we humans do particularly well but there's incredible there's incredible transformational power and freedom and and relief in letting go uh, but I think we find it really hard and, and you know on this on this track on this pilgrimage on any sort of journey you know where not only often searching for something, but we're often letting go. And I think you need to let go in order to to find. And what are people letting go of here? What are you letting go of? Is it attachment to people and expectations of them? Is it your identity or parts of your identity and who you thought you needed to become, who you have become in order to be worthy or loved or accepted Are you letting go of shame and, and guilt? Letting go of hopes that things would be any other way than which they are? Or the heartbreak and disappointment of dreams unrealized? Letting go of people, loved ones lost, family, friends, partners? These are all things I'm letting go of at this time. And, uh... And it's hard. It's hard because, well, it's hard to carry things, you know. If if we think about the like the literal letting go of that which you carry, and I'm I've got my my backpack is far too heavy. (laughs) Um, But you know, we we need to let go of things because it's a burden. It's a burden to carry that which we no longer require or which no longer serves us or is no longer essential for who we're becoming. And we think we need more than we do and so we carry too much. I get it. You know, sometimes it helps us to feel safer or closer to something or someone. But when we do release that, there's a relief, like literally taking off a heavy backpack and you kind of move around a whole lot lighter. But when it comes to letting go of something a little more metaphorical or figurative, maybe it's a belief or a part of your identity. You know, when when we do release that, there's there's relief. But grief also floods into that empty space often. But grief too is to be felt. It's part of the initiation process, part of the alchemy of something new being created, if only the potential for something but yes grief is likely and i'd say it's almost inevitable and it too is a sacred process if we can allow and embrace it increasingly increasingly these burdens of what well, that which we carry become untenable and impossible for us to continue so i think there comes a point in time where we have to have to let go And I think after time, you know, after some time you notice not only how much lighter you feel but how much you don't miss that which you were carrying and once deemed essential. You may still honor that which you've let go but you also come to realize that you can survive and maybe even thrive without it. And, you know, and you wouldn't be who you are today had you not let go of that which you were carrying to create space for who you've become or or who you're becoming. And there's agency and choice here too now. You can choose what to let go and you can choose what gets to fill that space. But, you know, it's easier said than done. What's hard and often stops us from letting go is not knowing what comes next. That's one of the hardest things about letting go. You... You know what you're letting go of. Like it's really, it's clear. You can, you can see it. You can quantify it. You can measure that. You know its value and what it means to you. It's tangible and visceral. Like you literally know what it is that you're letting go of. But you, you, you can't measure that up against the unknown. When, you know, we, we tend towards what we, what we do know and what we can know. And it's impossible to compare what you have and know with the unknown or the potential of what it is that you might cultivate through letting go. And so we stick with what we do know, out of fear and for better or worse, there's safety in, in that known. And so I think that really helped me and does help me to let go. Remembering that, you know, there the uncertainty and the fear of not knowing what it is that you're creating space for and that you can't in fact know that like it's normal uh and and it makes sense to to choose what it is that you do have over what it is that you don't know but i think there comes a point in time where we all have to take that risk and have faith you know and hope uh for what it is that you know, we, we desire that we might be creating space for. So ah, that's just what's on my mind at the moment. And, uh, there is a, you know, there is a sense of relief when you do let go. And, and I let go of a few things. There's a couple of things that I'd been carrying and I let go of and I, I wrote those down and and left them there with a underneath a small rock that I'd also been carrying and happy to share that with anybody who's interested if you want some more some more detail but I think the point is that uh, it's important to let go we need to we need to jettison that which we no longer need in order to create space for who it is that we are becoming and so I just wanted to to share that and also just to acknowledge how hard it is too and uh, it's far more easier Said than done. Uh, As I was thinking about this over the last couple of days, a poem came to mind. Uh, It's from David White, who has such a wonderful way of mm, talking about and communicating big things in beautifully simple and poetic manner. And this, this poem, I remember him reading and I remember him talking about a couple of years ago when I first heard it, um, you know, and, and he introduces it by saying, this is about letting go of the person you thought you had become in order to be the person you are. And he, and he said, and I actually wrote this down. I was listening to him speak about this. Uh, and and, and I paused what he was saying and I wrote it down because it just was so beautiful and profound. He, in this poem, he's, he talks about uh, this being in reference to living as if you deserved to have everything you loved all along. To live as if you deserved to have everything you loved all along. And he goes on to say that the privilege of being invited out of yourself to love in the first place. The love was requited in you experiencing that. And so for me, that really speaks to this this idea of a journey and, 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 and that which is within being revealed and extracted through the experience. The love was requited in you experiencing that as if you deserve to have everything you loved all along. Ah, it's beautiful. So this is, I'll I'll finish this episode off with, um, with this poem. Again, David White, and it's called The Faces at Braga. In monastery darkness, by the light of one flashlight, the old shrine room waits in silence. While beside the door, we see the terrible figure, fierce eyes demanding, will you step through? And the old monk leads us, bent back nudging blackness, prayer beads in the hand that beckons. We light the butter lamps and bow, eyes blinking in the pungent smoke, look up without a word. See faces in meditation, a hundred faces carved above, eye lines wrinkled in the hand-held light. Such love in solid wood. Taken from the hillsides and carved in silence, they have the vibrant stillness of those who made them. Engulfed by the past, they have been neglected, but through smoke and darkness, they are like the flowers we have seen growing through the dust of eroded slopes, their slowly opening faces turned towards the mountain. Carved in devotion, their eyes have softened through age and their mouths curve through delight of the carver's hand. If only our own faces, would allow the invisible carver's hand to bring the deep grain of love to the surface. If only we knew, as the carver knew, how the flaws in the wood led his searching chisel to the very core. We would smile too, and not need faces immobilized by fear and the weight of things undone. When we fight with our failing, we ignore the entrance to the shrine itself and wrestle with the guardian, fierce figure on the side of good. And as we fight, our eyes are hooded with grief and our mouths are dry with pain. If we only could give ourselves to the blows of the carver's hands, the lines in our faces would be the trace lines of rivers feeding the sea, where voices meet, praising the features of the mountain and the cloud and the sky. Our faces would fall away until we, growing younger toward death every day, would gather all our flaws in celebration. To merge with them perfectly Impossibly Wedded to our essence Full of silence From the carver's hands That's The Faces of Braga By David White It's such a beautiful poem I'm going to leave you with that And also with some encouragement Perhaps For you in letting go of whatever it is that no longer is required, that no longer serves you so that you may make space with that which you desire.